Hey everybody, it's Cassie. And this is Chrissy. And this is Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Sad, sad news for Leangelo Ball. He signed a one-year deal with the Detroit Pistons on December 2nd. And they released him December 15th. That's 13 days, not even two weeks, they released him. I just feel like this is unfair. And I want justice for Leangelo Ball. Interesting. You see, I don't think it's fair, but I don't think it's ever fair when that happens. I don't, I don't think I feel as bad as you do. Really? I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, it sucks and they shouldn't have done it. But at the same time, how many players does it happen to? I feel like it is getting more attention because of who he is. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like they wouldn't have done it on purpose. They're not like, oh, let's sign him and cut him on purpose. Like, if you look, like, a lot of other people got cut, but they just don't have the name, so it's not getting the attention. Do you know what I mean? Um, I did see, I know that there was at least two other players that got cut, but those two other players that got cut, they got playing time. Like, Leangelo didn't get any minutes. He was the only person on the roster this preseason with the Pistons that didn't get playing time. That's fishy to me. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely interesting. Like, I mean, if I were him, I'd be like, why? Like, what the heck? Like, you know, but at the same time, I think, like, if you look around the league and look at other teams, like, there are definitely people who were cut who are in the same situation. But once again, like, he's Leandro Ball, so he does get a little more, a lot more attention from the media. So, like, yeah, I do feel bad for him. But at the same time, I also feel bad for all the other players who are getting cut. I just, I don't, I don't group him with other players. And I know that's biased, but I don't because it's like, yes, he is Leangelo Ball, but I think his talent gets overshadowed by the incident that happened in China. And I'm not excusing that at all because he, he was in the perfect scenario to get where he wanted to be in the NBA. Like him and Lonzo were supposed to be welcoming Melo. And then he made a mistake, and it cost him a lot. And now it's like, I think he he has to fight so much harder to just get a shot. And you see, I don't even. Oh, sorry. Oh no, no, no. You can go. I totally forgot that China thing even happened. Like what happened in China? Like I don't even think about that ever until you like. I remember when it first happened. It was a lot, but now like I never even think about that. Like when I heard he got cut, I honestly just thought. They, like, I don't know what it was, but I never even thought about the China thing. Like, I totally forgot that happened until you brought it up. Oh, like, I, I don't know. I feel like that was a college thing. And he's played overseas for a few years. I mean, I understand, like, why it, like, sucks and everyone was so excited to see, the like, all of them play and this and that. But I feel like at the same time, like, they are, like, an NBA franchise. Like, they're all professional. I don't think they would sign him just to cut him, you know? I hope not, because something about it just seems really foul. Like, he didn't even get to, like, not one game, one game. Like, Jello can play. He's a good player. Like, it's not like they just gave him a pity deal and decided, you know, never mind. I mean, well, all right. Let me backtrack a little, because it has been a while since, at least for me, I've seen him play 
because he has been playing in Lithuania. And then he came back over here and was signed to, what was it, OKC Blue, the G League team, but didn't get any playing time because of COVID and everything. So in fairness, we haven't really seen an updated Jello. But, I mean, he had to have been good enough for them to offer him a deal and just to cut him before he even gets to the court. It's just like, geez. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely like, think it's, like, interesting. And, like, I obviously, like, want to know more about, like, why. But then at the same time, like, I just think about all the other players that were cut. Like, I know a couple people from high school who have, like, signed deals. And then, like, they're nowhere to be found. Do you know what I mean? Like, it happens all the time. But I think just because he is who he is and he, it brings so much attention that more people are like, oh, like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Well, LeVar, their father, he said, the people in Detroit are great. I love the fans, but the franchise over there is raggedy as <laughs> I saw that. He wasn't happy. <laughs> he said, the franchise over there is raggedy as hell. They don't know a good player. I was giving them a lottery pick for free. Has the skills to play and the notoriety to bring everybody to the game. How do you throw that out the window? I have to agree. I have to agree. Like, he was right there. Even if you didn't want him to have a lot of minutes on the floor, Jello can fill seats. I agree with that. I agree on the notoriety part, but I don't, I do agree on the notoriety part, but like that shouldn't, I understand that plays a part in a player, but like we have to understand Jello, he's never played in a real NBA game, right? He was a big like name because of like his whole family was just a big name. Like, I don't think that should entail him a certified spot on the roster. And if he got cut, then he got cut. Like, that's how I'm viewing it. And I'm a fan of them. Like I watched their show. Like, I like them. They're definitely interesting. Like, LeVar did a great job. Like, he's smart. LeVar is a smart man. But at the same time, it's like they cut him for a reason. Like, if he was truly going to bring so much to the roster, why would they cut him? Then they would just be sabotaging themselves. And once again, like, if you look up how many other players that got cut, you'd be like, oh, okay. But no one's complaining about, like, those other players because they're not Leangelo Ball. And so many people have talent. It takes a lot to make it to the NBA, you know? Like, if you look at college, there are so many players that never make it to the NBA, and you're like, wow, they're so good, this, that, and the other. I'm still upset. I need to know more. Until then, no. I yeah, agree I mean, with LaVar. That was very <laughs> raggedy. Very, very raggedy. Y'all knew what I, you were doing. Yeah. I understand. No, I definitely get where people are coming from, but also – it's not raggedy for all the other players who were, you know, how many other players probably signed, not played and cut, especially these younger players who signed like a deal, like after the, like they weren't drafted. So they signed a deal. Do you know how many of them were probably cut? So I think it just sucks for everyone. I think he's just getting, he's always going to get the good attention and the bad attention because of who he is. But at the same time, it's like, this is like the, this is the industry. Jello will prosper. I, I want that for him. I'm speaking that into his existence. He'll find a way back. He will find his way into the NBA. Because, yes, he was wrong for what happened over in China. But I don't want that to... I mean, I'm speaking like I know him. I do not know this man. But I'm just going off of, like... <laughs> he could <have> <laughs> 
I'm just going off of like from a, a viewer's perspective. Um, I see people get second chances all the time, and well, yeah, but you- I don't think I don't think the China thing is like lingering. Like I don't think that's going to be a reason why teams don't want him. But it definitely set him back for sure. Oh, I think it sent him back originally because he didn't go to college. But I'm saying, like, now, I don't think an NBA team's going to look at him and be like, no, he stole from China. We can't have him. No, no, no. Like, I, I really- and I don't, want it, I don't want it to seem like that's what it is either. But that is the root of all the other events that occurred afterwards. Like, that was, like, the catalyst for UCLA well, getting yeah. rid of him. Then he had to go overseas. And then he had to go Yeah, but he didn't have to go overseas. Because they were suspending him, and LeVar didn't like that, so LeVar took him overseas. He definitely could have pulled around. He, I assure you, another college probably would have signed him with penalties. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah. saying that was a bad decision to put him overseas, but like, he had options. Like, he didn't have to go overseas. They suspended him indefinitely, and there were other play- two other players involved, I think. And LeVar said, no, we're going overseas. And I, if he went to college, who knows? He might have not even gotten drafted. Like, not to say anything, but, like, in the same breath, like, he could have went to a college if he wanted to. But I don't think the China thing's, like, being held over his head now. I think it definitely changed, like, the trajectory of, like, his whole entire basketball career. Because he would have never went overseas. He would have never done this. But at the same time, it's like, that's his life. Like, he did that. That happened. And, like, this is the path he's taken. But, I mean, it brought him to the NBA. He just didn't last there very long. <laughs> Barely two weeks. <laughs> Oh no! I and and also he was signed to like OKC's G League team. So like, why he never did he ever get bumped up? No, because remember he got signed right around the time that COVID happened, so he never got playing time. Oh, and did exactly not that they got playing time, but like if they really really liked him, they probably would have kept him or signed him to a two way contract or something. So it's not like all of these teams are like coming together and being like, no one sign him. No, 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 this and that. You know. I honestly just – I don't know what it comes down to because I'm not saying he's a bad player, but, like, the NBA, they're all good players. Like, you don't have a bad player. So it's definitely interesting. I mean, I understand why people are mad, but at the same time, they do have, like, a lot of fans and a lot of supporters that, like, other players don't. Oh, yeah, Jello, he'll be fine. In generally speaking, he's good. Generally speaking. But um, if the NBA is still his dream, um, I hope he figures it out. Yeah. It'll make his story even more interesting, to be honest, if he finds a way. And he's still young. Still very young. Yeah. He was, um, what? Okay, it's it's 2020. He's either 21 or 22 right now. Yeah. And, um, like, for example, like, Jeremy Lin was just playing professional basketball in China, and, like, apparently the Warriors are about to give him a deal and bring him back. Hmm. Like, if Jeremy Lin keeps leaving and coming back, like, he can too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not over for him, but I don't think it's, like, I don't think he's being cut for any other reason other than that he's not bringing as much to the table as they need. Like, plain and simple, because if he was, they wouldn't be cutting him. Oh, period. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chrissy, I know you're upset about the whole Jello thing, but I was actually a very excited person myself because the Bucks signed Yanis to the Supermax. And it was literally such a great feeling for me for a couple of different reasons. One, <laughs> one because 
I'm a Bucks fan and I love Yanni. So like even if Yanni's would have left, I would have still been a Bucks fan. But this is just perfect for me. Two, for the past month, I've been arguing with so many people about this because right when they see like I'm wearing something Bucks, like yeah, well <laughs> Yanni's leaving. What are you gonna do without him? And I'm like, guys, Yanni's is gonna sign the Supermax. Like no, he's not. He's going to Golden State. I'm like, guys, Yanni's has come out himself and said a few times like. I love Milwaukee. I love my life here. Like this is this is my city in America. You know what I mean? Like this is my city. I love it here. Like he even said it himself and everyone's like, "No, he's leaving." So then he signs this Supermax contract and then I post about it on my Instagram story and I'm like I told like I wasn't even directing it to anyone in general, but I posted I was like at everyone who told me he was leaving, I told y'all he was going to sign the Supermax. And I didn't have anyone specific in mind. And like five people replied to my story. And I guess they were hurt. They were replying to my story. They are like trying to argue with me. They're like, yeah, well, it doesn't matter because he's going to end up requesting a trade. And I'm like, you guys can never be wrong. I scrolled up from our other messages and we were literally arguing about Yanni's leaving. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, like literally, I'm like, you guys, like, guys can never be wrong when it comes to sports and they were wrong and i'm like and then they're trying to argue me like okay well even if he signed it they're never going to the finals i'm like why are you people so crazy like you got like you guys are bitter because he's on the supermax like literally insane but i'm so happy for him um i think it's a great thing for the bucks people have to remember a few years ago the bucks had a 15 win season like yanni's first season i'll never forget they won 15 games and people like yeah well they haven't won the finals i'm like do you see they get progressively better. Like, they do have to do better in the playoffs. But they get progressively better. Like, you can't expect a team to make a whole entire 180. Like, they're literally working on it. And I really like what they have going on. And I'm genuinely excited. And I think there's, like, now, like, a sense of comfort that he signed the deal. And I'm just super excited for it, honestly. But, yeah, everyone needs to lay off my teams and stop annoying me. And let me have something nice because my Cowboys – Hey, they might get a good draft pick. That's what I'm looking forward to. But now my bucks, like, let me be happy for once, people. I'm going to say this, okay? $228.2 million is a lot of money. It's the largest deal in NBA history. If the bucks are not in the finals in 2021, somebody has some explaining to do because I'm tired. I am tired, okay? Because you have been trying to convince me that Giannis is the best player in the NBA outside of LeBron and that when LeBron leaves, Giannis is going to be the best. And clearly, Milwaukee believes the same. So if they're not in the finals in 2021, I might end up like one of those, those trolls in your mentions. You see, I give 2022 because you have to remember, like, I don't think, like, I like I understand this is what happens. Like, people, like, really give into like, the hype. Like, Yanni's was hyped up, and as he should have been. But, like, I think people forget, like, it's not just Yanni's out there. Like, Yanni's has carried that team for years. Finally, we got Drew Holiday, which I'm, like, I think that's really good. But, like, you have to remember, Yanni's has played with three different coaches. Three different coaches. He had Jason Kidd, and then the interim, now they have... Coach Bud, which I love. He played with three different coaches. And do you see, like, Milwaukee, they, through Giannis' time, they've changed their roster. They've put their names on the map. Before this, no one knew who they were. Well, they did, like, real basketball fans. But, you know, the Bucks were never in, like, talks. Um, They have a whole new 
like arena like they've done so many changes it's a whole process like it's not just gonna happen in the snap of a finger like you can look at other more established teams with more experience who haven't made the finals and no one's complaining but this is how you know he's the best because when you're the best it comes with all this criticism and all this hate and people like you have to do this you have to do that that's that's literally how I know that like solidifies in my heart that he is the best because if he wasn't the best people would not catch feelings like this so hard like calm down like it's literally a whole process Giannis isn't the only one controlling it like and they're doing a really good job in Milwaukee but like Giannis is not the whole team like you know what I mean like I think if we added one more player like we would be set but I'm really happy with how our lineup's looking but yeah I think people just people who constantly hate and like when I posted that and they were like oh he's gonna this and he's gonna that I'm like you're literally just proving to me that like he is the best because only when you're like the best do you get all this hate for no reason like it's a process like my thing is you cannot expect them to totally become like this pull out the rings all over like people forget that a few years ago they were literally horrible like actually horrible (laughs) so what you're saying is i need to trust the process yeah exactly like they were literally when Yanni's was first on they were winning 15 games you know they've made so much progress like if you literally look at like every year their progress they have made not just obviously like I know like the past two seasons like they've choked in the playoffs but at the same time the Bucks haven't been that far in the playoffs you know in a few years since that happened they have different coaches they built a whole new form like good things are happening in Milwaukee and I think people you know but that's like I said, that's what happens when you're the best. Like, you literally, you you can't do anything, right? Like, you can do the greatest thing in the world and people are still going to criticize you for it, you know? So that's why, like, you just have to annoy, uh, ignore it. And luckily, I'm used to it. Genuinely, I am used to it because I'm a Cowboys fan. So this Buck slander and, like, the Yanni slander, it doesn't really get to me. It would have, but I grew up being a Cowboys fan in New York City, so, like, nothing can really get to me if I'm being completely honest. But... Yeah, I think people are just too crazy. Like, you just have to stay, take a step back and, like, look at it. Look at the bigger picture here, people. All right. Since we're still talking about Supermax. <laughs> oh, God. Rudy Gobert is um, suggesting that he should get a Supermax as well for uh, Utah, <laughs> for Utah Jazz. Does he deserve it? No. See, I'm conflicted. No, you see, I I think he deserves a lot of money, but I don't see him as a Supermax kind of player. He deserves, trust me, like he should sign a big deal. And I, I do think he deserves it because he is like really good. He deserves it, but I don't think he's a Supermax player. Okay, so I was reading a lot of articles on it because when I first saw the news on Twitter, I was like, um, no Supermax. Like you turn down standard max because you want Supermax. Like that's bold. Um, but after some reading, I think I understand why his, his camp was so confident in asking for that because, um, a lot of people were saying like, okay, Players don't really want to be in Utah. And Rudy <laughs> is Rudy isn't like he's not a top ten player, but he is 
he's a he's a star in his own right and if Utah wants to keep up with the other franchises in the Western Conference, I see the value that he adds to them and why they would want to keep them and why they would pay all that money. I I do understand that, but at the same time, not every player like that like is going to get the Supermax. Like, the whole Utah thing, like, Donovan Mitchell's there, right? Yeah. Exactly. He's a great player. I do not think this man needs the Supermax. Does he deserve a huge, like, a big deal? Yeah, they should give him a huge deal. But... Which is why he got standard max. So they, I think they are, they're pushing it, but I see why they did it. But I don't okay, think I he guess deserves could, it. Yeah, I could understand, like, their point of view, but I think, come on now, like, really, like, he deserves, like, I, I understand, like, the max, but, like, Supermax, like, that's OD. Like bit, that is OD. Yeah, like, it is. It's extreme. Because, like, don't get me wrong, he's a good player. Like, no slander against him at all, but, like, I just do not think he deserves a Supermax. Like, like is Utah that desperate to keep him? Also, yeah, I was going to say, like, the Jazz, like, have been, like, with Donovan Mitchell, like, you know, they've been in, like, the Toxian too, and, like, they're not just this random team anymore. Like, I don't know, like, if I was a player, I wouldn't mind playing for Utah. That's why I'm, like, for them to say, like, whatever they said about, like, players wanting to go, this and that, like, give it up. Like, he got offered a big deal, just take it. Like, the Supermax, that's ridiculous. That is, like, <laughs> like I said, it keeps coming back to, I see how they were confident enough to do it, but you are wild and asking for a Supermax. Like, that's just how I, I feel about it. it. I don't think so either. I don't think he's, I don't, what, what do you need a Supermax for? Yeah. Like when you think of like Supermax players, like he would have never popped. Like there are some players where like, like Yanni's like, you knew he's getting Supermax. Like there are players that you see and you're like, yeah, they're going to sign the Supermax after this. But like never in a million years would I go down to list and be like, he's getting the Supermax, you know? And this year of all years, you asked for the Supermax <laughs> after what you did? I was going to say that. I was going to say he's probably getting a little more heat also because of the whole, like, COVID scandal. But honestly, um, I do think he deserves a lot. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't coming from a viewpoint because of that. I just think he just is not a Supermax player. At like, all. That's, that's ridiculous. I'm sorry, Rudy, but no. No. Yeah. And he was offered so much. That's what I – that's a, why I'm a little confused because – he really wants it then. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so I'm saying his camp is bold. Yeah, bold. because... Yeah, that's interesting. I want to see how this plays out. I mean, I don't think he's going to get it. But... Go double check um, the standard max that he was offered. Because now, if they turn him down, like, what is... Is he going to threaten them? Not threaten them, <laughs> but be like, oh. You know what I mean? Oh, then I'm leaving? Like, would he, because do you think he'd go somewhere else and get that money? No. Exactly. So, what is he doing? I think he just has to let them say no and move on. Because he was literally offered. Okay. <laughs> That's just okay. crazy to me. Like, he's not going to go to a, another team and get that money. Like, he wants to be 
And I'm not trying to be shady. But, like, you want a Supermax, like, Donovan Mitchell? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like they have Donovan Mitchell. Like, he's acting like he's the best on this team. Sorry. Like, you're really great. But, like, Donovan Mitchell also plays on the same court as you, you know? According to NBC Sports, Rudy can earn a hundred or around $141 million with a minimum extension and $147 million with the standard max. And he wants super max. Wow. That's absolutely ridiculous. Wow. Now, I I mentioned this before, what do you think he's going to do if like they say no? Like, do you think he's going to threaten? No, I think he'll sign standard. I mean, you know, this is what you do in negotiations with your employer. You see, you know, how far you can go. Okay, but sometimes it's a bit embarrassing. (laughs) Like, this is embarrassing. (laughs) Oh, my God, it is. Do you know that video of the girl? She's like, are you not embarrassed? This is really embarrassing. This is very embarrassing, Rudy. (laughs) Also, side note, uh... The 2020 to 2021 GM survey has been released by the NBA. Okay, let's hear it. Most most likely to win MVP, Giannis is going to go for a three-peat. Best off-season move, the Lakers. Player to start a franchise with, Luka or Giannis. And most likely to win Rookie of the Year, Melo. Okay, yeah. I think Melo is going to win rookie of the year i saw people in the Mm -hmm. comments on bleacher report calling it the lamello report because they they were heavy heavy on the mellow reports yesterday i see where no yeah i think yeah i think he'll win rookie of the year yanni's going for a three-peat hmm yanni's is a plant he's an nba plant i'm convinced (laughs) he Oh, he makes me so proud. <laughs> Until he wins a championship, I I think he's a plant. Somebody's yeah, lying. Okay, but think of like, I just think it's so hard to say. I hate like that argument only because like it's a team effort. And when he went to Milwaukee, like the team was, I'm using like a better word, horrible. You know, there's an alternative word I want to use, but like they were horrible. You know what I mean? Like. Everything, the only reason why the Bucks have a new arena, Pfizer form, is because of Yanis. There's literally buildings popping up in Milwaukee. They literally call it the Yanis effect. Because Yanis has brought so much to not only the team, but the city. And they are building around him. But I think that's hard to say because, like, if it was up to Yanis, like, yeah, who knows? They might have won, but, like, he's not the only player. It takes a whole entire team. But, yeah, let's see if he wins another MVP. And let's see if Rudy gets this. Yo, if Rudy gets the Supermax. No way. Wow. If he, No way. If he gets Supermax, I'm going to knock on their front office and be like, so you have one extra spot on your roster? <laughs> I'm only asking for a million a season. And that's being fair. <laughs> I'll be shocked if he gets it, but we'll see. I'm like, you just gave this man the Supermax. You can give me a million. Yeah, that's insane. I'll be sick. I would too, for sure. Uh, but good for him. <laughs> right, good for Rudy. You know what? Know your worth, okay? And if yeah. you feel like you are worth the super max, then ask for it. 
all the, the exactly. worst I can say is no. So <laughs> why not? Um, staying on the topic of basketball, Vanessa Bryant's mother is apparently trying to extort her and her family and has a lawsuit out against Vanessa. I'm going to read Vanessa Bryant's um, statement. She said, my mother is continuing to try and find ways to extort a financial windfall from our family. I have supported her for nearly 20 years and she was never my or Kobe's personal assistant, nor was she a nanny. I have always been a stay-at-home mother and my husband and I were our daughter's full-time caregivers. For nearly two decades, we arranged for my mother to live in our nearby properties at no cost to her because she had claimed that she didn't have any money to buy her own home after her divorce. Because I did not give in to her hurtful threats and monetary requests, she has spiraled out of control and is making false and absurd claims. She is now trying to get more money than my husband and I ever spent to provide for her while he was alive. She has no regard for how this is affecting my children and me. She wants to live off of my daughters and me for the rest of her life while continuing to collect monthly alimony from her ex-husband since 2004. My husband and I have never discouraged or kept her from providing for herself. This lawsuit is frivolous, disgraceful, and unimaginably hurtful. My husband never promised my mother anything, and he would be so disappointed in her behavior and lack of empathy. What are your thoughts on that? I, I literally don't even know what to say. I feel so bad. That's just crazy to me because imagine like losing a daughter, losing your husband, and then your mom is suing you for money after your husband and you have supported her like like I, I can't even imagine I can't either you know this year has it's so much has happened this year that I think we forget like Kobe Kobe passed this year like it's easy to forget that because so much has occurred since then but it hasn't even been a year yet since he's passed and when he was alive, um, back when like we were kids, I remember he was dealing with similar problems with his family um, and money and lawsuits and stuff like that and it causing a, a disconnect between him and his parents. And I hate for Vanessa to have to go through this at all, let alone right now. Like she's mourning. I, I don't understand. Like, I mean, I don't know everything. But if I'm going based off of this statement, it's like, you're her mom. Like, and you're those kids' grandmother. Like, she, it's just so sad. Like, this is the time where family really needs to stick together. Like, that's a huge, huge loss. Like, famous or not, that is horrific. And that's not something that many people have to experience, you know, losing a child and a spouse at the same time. And, Man, my my heart just breaks for Vanessa. Like, no one should have to go through this. Yeah, it's the craziest thing ever. And, like, they have the older daughter, Natalia. And it's just so sad because it's, like, she lost her dad and her sister. And now her grandma is suing her family. Like, I can't even wrap my head around it. Like, what what is going... Like, is the grandma not grieving as well, you know? And what is the basis of this lawsuit? I don't... What? I don't... The basis of the lawsuit, I think it was that she she was taking care of the kids 
the grandma was taking care of the kids because that's why Vanessa was like meanwhile I was a full-time mom and then she was like I couldn't earn my own money because I've been taking care of the kids which is why Vanessa said we did not hold her back from earning any of her own money like you know like Vanessa she was trying to make it seem like she was like she would do all these things for Vanessa and Colby and like run around for them and pick this up and take care of the kids and she never got money for it so now she's trying to get money for it now like first of all and Vanessa's like you never even did that like that's why that's the whole point of it and they paid for her apartment and they did this and they did that yeah it's like if they're paying for your living expenses and first of all they don't owe you anything if we're being honest and they, she didn't even she didn't even do all that she said she did that's why Vanessa was like no like she was never a personal assistant I took care of my girls like that's why like Vanessa was like there's no truth to these claims this is just really sad and why why do you want payment for being with your grand I mean I, I hate to like say it like that cause I'm not a mom I'm not a grandmom but like you're suing your daughter for money for for allegedly watching your grandkids. You're the grandmom. What? You're like you're yeah. your grandmom. I don't understand. And is that that's much money like, where you have to take me to court? Yeah, that's why it's crazy to me. Like, cause if I was like the grandma, like one, I would be grieving too. But also, like now you want to sue your daughter while she's grieving i don't know i just can't wrap my head around it and it makes no sense to me and then she threatened her because i'm still looking at vanessa's statement she's saying she didn't give in to her hurtful threats and monetary requests like i'm wondering um i mean i'm sure there's so much more to this story than we even know and i feel bad that vanessa even had to put out a statement for this but I'm wondering if there was, if there's more to this, like if there's a deeper sort of animosity from her mom, like for you to be threatening her, like, and then if you're collecting checks, like if you're collecting alimony checks, oh, geez, there's a lot. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, I can't even like, I don't even know what to say. And if it's a lifestyle that, Kobe and Vanessa were financing for her. You. I, okay. I know I always say this, like, that I, I hate to say this, quote unquote, but I, I really do. But it's just like, if I'm going off of what I'm seeing in this statement, it sounds like <clears throat> you're still trying to live this luxury life off of the money that was left to Vanessa and instead of downsizing maybe and living a life you can afford on your own especially because they never stopped you from making your own money you would rather sue and I would assume if they had a good relationship a good enough relationship it wouldn't have even come to this like Vanessa would probably she like the mom probably wouldn't even need to ask for anything we see it all the time like as soon as kids make it to the league they buy and they mom a house or a car you know that's because they yeah, have a good relationship so it makes me wonder like what else is wrong here because for you to feel like you need to take her to court 
you're threatening her? Yeah, no, that's the craziest thing. Clearly, like, obviously, like, family's complicated, so they probably have other issues. But that is the craziest thing I heard, and I just feel so bad. I hope she figures it out. And um, this is really traumatizing. Like, this is, I can't imagine being in a situation like this with my mom. That would really hurt me. And you have to deal with that hurt on top of the hurt of losing your child and your husband. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like situations like this, like you can't even begin to imagine until like you're actually like, in the situation. Because mm-hmm. it's just the craziest thing ever. And it's wild that both Vanessa and Kobe had to deal with similar situations like this. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. Um, I, I know about it because you know how um, Kobe is... We say he's from Philly. It's not really Philly, but like Philly claims him, but he's from Lower Marion. And um, there was a whole scandal of like his parents were selling his Lower Marion memorabilia. Why Uh, are you doing that? Like, I don't know if you remember that, but it was definitely a thing over here in PA. And like my, I remember hearing about it as a kid. Um, So yeah, similar situations like that, or like um, he's dealt with that before when a few years ago, like, when we were younger and now she has to go through a similar type of process with her mom and and I wonder if there's more I'm sure there is but it makes me wonder about the other stories of um public figures people who have come into money where it changes the whole dynamic of your family and not just you know your cousins your aunts like no your parents switch up on you when you make money that's wild yeah, it it is insane to think about. And no regard for the fact that she is mourning right now. She's raising three girls right now. And you yeah, still she lost take her husband. Yeah. And her daughter. In a tr- like a tragic way to lose them. Yep. And you just like, nope, I'm still taking you to court. Yeah, it's so sad and like I can't. <sighs> Well, well wishes to Vanessa and to the girls. And I hope she comes out of this on top. Team Vanessa. So Monday night was very eventful. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns played against each other. And in the middle of the fourth quarter, Lamar Jackson exited the game for a little bit for what he says were cramps. But while he was off the field, there were rumors going around that he left to use the bathroom. And people were saying that he pulled a Paul Pierce because in 2008, game one of the NBA finals, Paul Pierce left the game and ended up telling us years later that he left to go poop and didn't want that to be public on national TV. But my whole thing is, he Lamar said he did not leave to poop. He left because he had cramps. But even if he did leave to poop, like, why is that a bad thing? Yeah, I don't know why it's making news. Also, like, these people are, like, humans. Like, the games are long. Like, sometimes, like, Lamar, honestly, he probably did have cramps. He probably didn't even have to. But I'm just saying, even if he did, say he really, really had to go, like, what do you want him to do? Like, literally poop his pants? Like, no. Like, I don't get why it's such a big story. Like, they're literally humans. Like, they're not robots. 
yeah, like we were just talking about this. We think about this a lot. Like if, if I'm on the field and I have to poop, do I have to hold it? Like what if it was, what, what if we were in the second quarter and I had to poop? I have to wait until the game's over to go use the bathroom. That's going to affect yeah, my just, performance. Like, let me go to the bathroom. And I don't get why it's even news because whether he had cramps and got them treated or whether he pooped, like, it, none of, neither of those two, like, should be a story. You know, like, both of those things are very normal. Like, a lot of athletes get cramps and go get treated and everyone has to go to the bathroom at some point. That's why, I don't know why it's such a big story. I low-key wish he did say he had to poop. We need to normalize that. Let people leave games and go poop and come back. I totally agree. It's like like people used to be ashamed to have to go poop at school. If you have to poop, go poop. I remember I used to wait for everyone to leave the bathroom. And then, like, if I went and someone was in there, I waited for everyone to leave to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, no one should be embarrassed over it. Because it's literally, like, a normal thing. Like, it's just pooping. I know people that will go to the nurse's office to go poop. Like, they refuse to use the regular bathrooms. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's why I'm just, like, or, like, even, like, farting is, like, another thing. Like, literally, that's some probably the most natural thing ever. Like, every human does it. Like, literally every single human. Everybody farts. Everybody burps. That's why it is very confusing that that's, like, it's very immature, actually. <laughs> it really is. And, like. Just, like, back to, like, the school bathroom thing. I think it depends on the bathroom. Like, because, all right, public schools, (laughs) like, some of those bathrooms are just naturally nasty and just have a naturally bad odor. So pooping in there does make it worse. Like, ugh, I get that. Or if it's a small bathroom, like, three stalls. Okay, I see. But... I'm pretty sure the Ravens facilities are top-notch. Go use the bathroom. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah, there really isn't. That's why I hope he didn't. I hope he really did have cramps. I think he did. Like, I just don't even know why this story is so big. If you search his name, it's literally all the articles are about this. Like, what? You know what? I think based on his personality, he probably would have admitted it if he had to poop. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't think he would lie about it. Like I think people are just making it up and somehow it turned into this whole big story. Like, grow up, y'all. And he came back anyway and won the game. <laughs> I'm literally laughing because like literally what the heck? Like the fact that this is a story is like that's not normal. There's something wrong. Definitely something wrong with that. Normalize pooping in general (laughs) i agree i want everyone to be comfortable with the way their body works and bowel movements if you gotta poop go poop and if someone is uncomfortable with that that's their problem no literally because they do it too i'm glad paul pierce came out and said you know i left to go poop and what about it Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 16 of Did You Catch That with Cassie and Chrissy. Make sure you're subscribed to us on Spotify and that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at DYCT Podcast. Again, that's DYCT Podcast, and you will hear from us next week.